Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 59. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can bring Disney magic into your life. And as a reminder to our listeners, we appreciate if you could take time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform where you listen. Those reviews help other listeners find us. And then, of course, we'll give you a shout out on a future episode of the Dislove Podcast. I'd like to thank all of you who've already left reviews and five-star customer ratings. Those are all greatly appreciated. And on today's show, we are going to be joined by Crystal from Park Hopping Design. She makes really awesome cups. And one of my favorite things about her designs are most of them are very sparkly. So that's exciting. And one thing that we want to make sure our listeners remember, and Chris, can you give them this reminder? Again, if you're listening to this episode, make sure to get your orders in for Christmas 2020 by Monday, December 14th. Make sure that special person in your life gets that awesome gift by ordering now. Yes. So if you miss out on Christmas 2020 order deadline, you can still start out the new year with a really awesome cup from Crystal as well. Now, of course, we are right before the holiday season. Well, I guess we're in the midst of the holiday season, but right before the Christmas holiday. And one of the things is that a lot of people are missing some of the big things that happen at Disney over the holidays, whether it be the giant gingerbread house at Grand Floridian or going to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So we thought we would talk about something some of the holiday happenings that are still going on this year, and that is related to some of the decorations. And today we're going to talk about the best Christmas trees that you don't want to miss when you're at Walt Disney World during the holidays. And Christmas trees are kind of a big deal at our house. They sure are. Yes. So we tend to put, well, I tend to put up a lot of Christmas trees in the house. Um, Let's see. Right now we have four large ones and then we have three medium-sized ones, and then I have some that are like on the wall or on tables and stuff. So quite a few Christmas trees in our house, but nothing tops of Christmas trees at Walt Disney World. And today we're going to talk about the trees that you will find, uh, kind of our top picks for trees that you find at the parks, the resorts, and beyond. And some of these are kind of modified experiences for 2020, just like so many things. But we are happy to report that a lot of the amazing trees and the experiences related to them are still happening this year and will hopefully again continue even grander scale next year and beyond. So first off, we're going to start with I think the most obvious Christmas tree, and I think, Chris, you could probably even guess where this most obvious Christmas tree would be. Oh, uh, Magic Kingdom. Yeah, so right when you enter the hub at Magic Kingdom, there's the huge Christmas tree, and this one, I was kind of interested to know how big it was, because it just seems so massive, like when you stand and you pose for photos, you can't even see the castle, because it's just so big. It is 26 feet wide, and you're going to get me a trivia later. How tall do you think that tree is in the hub oh gosh at least 50 feet close it's 45 feet tall and in comparison our largest tree in our house is seven and a half feet tall yes so so big difference compared to what most even if you have a one of those big open rooms and you have a larger tree odds are most of us are not going to have a 45 foot tree at home so that is really awesome it is the largest of all of the christmas trees on property 
Some really cool facts are it has over 2,000 pieces of individual decor. And if you've ever watched any of the specials on TV about decorating at Disney, and I need to see if any of these are on Disney Plus, but it's really cool to see how they assemble that tree in the hub. I've watched that on several specials before. There's just something really cool about entering the Magic Kingdom, whether it's right before Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party or just going to the park now and getting a family photo in front of the tree. Or at night when it's lit up, we tend to always go and get a a daytime picture by the tree and a nighttime picture. The funny thing is it's so big as you can't even see the full photo or you can't see the full tree in the photo unless you're further down on Main Street. So that's definitely one that you don't want to miss when you're at Walt Disney World. Now, the second one that we picked was the tree at the Grand Floridian. And this one is pretty close in height. It is 40 feet tall. And when you consider that it's inside, that's pretty awesome. So it's right in the lobby area. And usually, I am I think they still have it this year because I've seen some photos from people and it appears that way. There's typically a photo pass person there where you can get nice photos in front of this tree. It's typically adorned with, it has... Um, like bird cage ornaments on it because it's next it's right by that iconic large bird cage that's in the Grand Floridian lobby. One of the things that of course, except for this year, it is typically adjacent to the large gingerbread house which is absent this year, but we all hope will return next year. Um last year we were there during the holiday season and we even made sure just to right before Mickey's very merry Christmas party we had had dinner some at another resort. And we took a Uber over to Grand Floridian just to be able to see the tree and the gingerbread house. And I know you're not always into some of that stuff, but I think you enjoyed that to the tree at Grand Floridian. It's nice. It's it's nice to get a photo. One you definitely don't want to miss in that iconic lobby. Now, of course, another great stop also nearby in the Magic Kingdom Resort area is at Wilderness Lodge. They have a huge tree in their lobby as well. It's themed to the Pacific Northwest, just like the whole resort is. It's covered with really beautiful illuminated teepees. One thing that we really enjoyed last year, we had lunch at Whispering Canyon, and we had a great view of the tree. Um, last year they had, it was something that was new for 2019, which is sadly missing this year, hopefully it'll be back next year, is they had added an iconic gingerbread cabin with Humphrey the Bear. And so we had a great view. Humphrey the Bear. Yeah, that's his name. He's probably a character from something and somebody will correct me for that. I'm not sure. That could have been your trivia, Chris. But anyways, Humphrey the Bear. And we do you remember eating at Whispering Canyon where we could see the tree and we could see the gingerbread? And that was really nice. I enjoyed that. Yeah. So that's also a great stop. Of course, this year you need to make sure that you have a reservation at a restaurant to be able to go there or you're staying there. Something to keep in mind, too, is that Wilderness Lodge, the actual hotel part, is still closed right now. But Boulder Ridge and Copper Creek, the Disney Vacation Club villas are open. So the lobby is open with the restaurants and things as well. So make sure that you kind of... Make your tour at Magic Kingdom, you go to Grand Floridian, and then Wilderness Lodge. And, of course, all of the resorts, all of the parks have really great trees. There's beautiful trees everywhere across property. We were kind of rounding out our favorites, and our final favorites are what is called this year the Disney Springs Christmas Tree Stroll. This was formerly the Disney Springs Christmas Tree Trail, which it debuted in 2016. 
And we happened to be there in January of 2017. And we arrived the day the trail was ending. So I made us rush over there that evening and see it. And then we've now since seen it um, two more times. And I really like the trees at Disney Springs. What do you think? Well, of course, they're just so nice. I mean, all those lights, it's really nice. So one of the things that they have done, uh, well, in it really has become a huge attraction in and of itself. Last year, over a million people viewed them. We were there the weekend after Thanksgiving before we got on a Disney cruise, and it was packed. So what they did do this year for the sake of social distancing and just to make sure if you've been in prior years, you'll know it's very crowded how the Christmas tree trail was set up. Kind of have to wait to get pictures by things. And I'm not a claustrophobic person, but it always seemed very packed, didn't you think? The trail. Yeah, it was just a very tight trail. I mean, I think – and then the other pieces, because the trees are so nice and there's one dedicated to each movie and with people being fans of so many different ones, it people want to do selfies and so it just seems like to give you the space, people kind of would edge out. But you know, overall, yeah, it was a very tight fit. So what they've done this year, which I don't, you probably don't know about this. I'm sure you don't know about it. They made it a, tr- a stroll. So what it has, what they've done is they've spread the 12 trees throughout Disney Springs. And one of the nice things is you get a map. And this is kind of fun. I almost hope that they continue this in some format because it was always so hard to get your pictures with the different trees. You get a map and it shows you where the 12 trees are. And then as you find each one, you can get a sticker at each location. And once you've made it to all of the 12 trees, you um, turn in, or I guess you show your map that has your 12 stickers on it, and you get a special button that shows that you've accomplished your mission, so to speak. They also, on the back of the map, there's discounts for restaurants and shops. So I think they kind of, this was something I think they took to a next level, which is, I think, a big improvement oh, definitely. over pre- previous years. The only thing that I will say is I always, on the Christmas tree trail, have been able to find the popcorn buckets, whatever the holiday popcorn bucket is that I want. I've been able to find it at the popcorn stand that was on the trail. So I don't know. I'm Now I'm going to be lost of how to find it. I got Pluto one year. I got the Christmas tree last year. Can we get like a... Uh... The Christmas carriage. Yeah, but not on the trail. Yes. Yeah, we've gotten a popcorn bucket that was that. So I want to read you the 12 themed trees this year and see what is your favorite, Chris. Awesome. What you think would be your favorite. So the 12 different tree themes are Disney parks. So it's kind of a variety. It has things from the icons from the four parks. Haunted Mansion, Fantasia, Frozen, Mulan, Mickey and Minnie Mouse, Disney Springs, Pluto, Princess and the Frog. Star Wars, The Lion King, and Toy Story. Oh, I got to go Star Wars. I was going to say, we know that everyone who listens know that is not your top pick. Mulan. Uh, no, Frozen. frozen. I, I, it's always Frozen. Yeah. And I think I would, I, from the pictures, the Princess and the Frog one looks awesome. Lion King, Haunted Man. I mean, they all look great. The one thing I did like with the Disney Parks one is there was monorails and there was Spaceship Earth and some of the different ride attractions and stuff. So a good mix of things. But these trees are all great. We always love them all. So I kudos for to Disney for figuring out a very socially distance friendly way to be able to continue this tradition. And if you haven't seen the trees at Disney Springs, I think this is probably my top pick. What do you think out of the ones we've talked about? Oh, definitely. 
And so that's a nice way that where they have the map, you can get those discounts and you can kind of just stroll throughout. Obviously, they want you to go and check out all the stores and things while you're there, but it's just a great experience and they really do a top-notch job on these trees. They're not going to be 45 feet tall like the one at Magic Kingdom, but you're going to love all the detail on these and they have a great variety for all the Disney fans to find something that they love. And I've heard that the stickers are pretty awesome too, so you can get some cool stickers to be able to to save if you don't want to turn in your map for that button. So we are going to get our call up with Crystal. We are looking forward to sharing all about her business with you. We would like to welcome Crystal to the show. Her business, Park Hopping Designs, offers all kinds of unique cold cup designs on the Starbucks cups that we all know and love. And we are excited to have her on the show today. Good morning, Vanessa and Chris. How are you guys? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on. Well, we are excited. to. We know you are an avid Disneyland lover and that you've had an annual pass for many years. You also work there. So we're excited to hear some of your tips and things about your business as well. And of course, we always like to start out with an icebreaker. So today we want to know what is your favorite type of souvenir to get at the parks? Whenever I'm at the parks, I'm a foodie, so I'm always bringing <laughs> home all the snacks. Yes, <laughs> so, yes. Uh, including the snacks, I also love spirit jerseys and uh, Minnie Mouse ears. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, we are recently gotten into spirit jerseys as well, and same thing. Anything related to food, I consider a souvenir, <laughs> too. <laughs> yes, especially, like, the plush. Like, I'm always bringing home a plush, too, it seems like. But oh, it's always, yes. Like, a food plush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I like to get the holiday different theme things, the ears and the plushes and all that, too. Right. <laughs> now, of course, we want you to tell us about your business and what are some of the products you offer connected to Disney. All right. So, as you mentioned, I do have the, the I specialize in the snow globe tumblers. Okay. So, they have, like, the, the glitter, and yes. I like to throw in Mickey heads or, like, like, I made a uh, Beauty and the Beast cup, and I had the roses in it, um, those type of deals. And they're for the cold, like we mentioned, they're the cold cups. Um, and I have them on Etsy. I will have them on Etsy. I do have them on my Instagram right now, and that is design. Perfect. And once you get your Etsy shop up, we'll make sure to share that with our listeners as well. Greatly appreciate that. <laughs> and so really, really, what led you to start the business? Um. So I have always had that nine to five job and then my husband and I, we started doing a YouTube channel and yeah. And from there it was like hard for me to get days off. Um, things would be released and I was always stuck at home. So he would go and like try to film, but he also has a nine to five job and we figured that it was better for me to just step back and work for myself, give myself that flexibility. That way we're able to stay on top of anything for uh, people that aren't local to uh, theme parks. For sure. Now, how long have you had this aspect of your, like, doing the cups? When did you start that? I started just recently, like, uh, let's say, well, I've honestly, I've been doing them for a while. Sure. Um, probably, like, a year. Okay. But actually, like, selling them, like, making it my business, I started in, like, late September. Oh, wow. We've been talking to quite a few new businesses this year. And it's just exciting to see that even with everything going on, the Disney community has been so supportive of everyone. The Disney community is the best. I I could not ask for any better like Instagram friends, Disney friends, like 
internet friends are real and they are very supportive. <laughs> oh, for sure. And of course, we want to hear talking about that. How do you think your products can add Disney magic to our listeners' lives? Uh, just for the, I know there's a lot of people that don't have a Disney resort near them. And yeah. you have your favorite character that you want to see all the time or just seeing them makes you happy. So when you go to get your, even if it's just your cup of water in the morning, and you have your Tinkerbell cup there yes. that's just staring at you that can bring that little bit of happiness. Like, I want to be a part of that. For sure. Now, what are some, I, I love how you have all the sparkle and glitter in your different designs. <laughs> and what, do you have a favorite design that you like? Um, so I started off with the silhouette design. So it's just like, just a silhouette image of the character. Sure. And it has all the colors that, that, bring them so if you get a tinkerbell it's the greens and the blues if you have ariel it's the the teal oh the purple. Nice. yeah i try to bring in those characters that to life by the glitter and uh, just the silhouette like sure it like it makes it pop more oh for that is for sure now do you think are there any sorts of designs that you think are the most unique that you've done so far or that have been your f personal favorites um, my personal favorites are the holidays. Sure. I have had <laughs> I've had people reach out for uh, gingerbread Mickey cups, or uh, I have friends that are baking, so we make a, a baking spirits bright, oh, and cute. it has uh, all the cookies that you can find in the parks. Um, I just love the holidays. So anything Christmassy, sure. it makes me happy. I haven't uh, I haven't made a lot of the uh, um, like character face cups. Right. But I've done a few. I did a bell one. Oh, and that nice. was one that I had the roses in there. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I I just like uh, being able to uh, to bring people's visions to life. So if they message me and they're like, hey, I'm looking for a cup that has this. Right. Or that has this character or this quote to go with it. And I just shoot them back uh, my ideas. And we just work together until we get the final product that I know that they're going to love and they're going to enjoy. And. That type of deal. That's awesome. Now, if I were to message you and I wanted to get a custom cup, what is kind of your turnaround time for those? Uh, turnaround time is about two weeks. Okay. That way I can uh, get the design printed, get the cup filled, seal the cup, get the shipping, and making sure that it just gets delivered to you on time. I ask for two weeks. Sure. And now, do you have certain designs that are on hand or is everything custom order? Right now, everything is custom order. I am working on getting a line that is, like, ready to ship. Sure. Um, and that'll just be, like, the normal, like, Fab Five. The, right. The favorite princesses. The things that I've seen that um, people are drawn to the most. Now, the holidays are coming up, of course. So what is the time frame that I need to get an order to if I wanted something for Christmas? Uh, so, like I said, we do have a two-week. I do ask for a two-week period. So for Christmas orders, if you want it before Christmas, I highly suggest that you get your order in before December 14th. Perfect. And I will make sure that we share that information in all of our posts so that any of our listeners who hear your episode when it first comes out, they're able to get those orders in right away. Awesome. Thank you. And so with it, you mentioned, you know, being online, where can our fans find you? So, like I said, I am currently working on getting my Etsy shop up and running. I'm not sure if I'll have it up before the holidays. So, I do ask for everybody to send me their orders through a, a message on Instagram. And, again, that's parkhopping.design. 
on Instagram. And um, also, if you do follow us on our on my my park hopping duo page, we do have a link that will shoot you over to my uh, my crafting designs. Perfect. And then once you do get that Etsy shop up, whether it's at the beginning of the new year or whenever, we will make sure to share that information with our listeners as well. Thank you, guys. I greatly appreciate it. Well, we really are so appreciative of you taking time today to be with us and sharing all about your business. And it's always so exciting especially to talk to some of these new shops out there because you guys are really making some creative designs and doing some awesome work. So thank you for taking time to be with us today. Thank you guys for giving me this opportunity to share my products. I'm super excited. Thank you again to Crystal for joining us today. And remember, get your orders in by December 14th so they make sure they make it under the tree for Christmas 2020. And now we are on to our two-minute trivia and our wisdom from Walt. And Chris, you are up with trivia. All right, great. So I want to give you a couple of different trivia questions. The first one is, how many countries in Epcot put up Christmas festivities? Okay, I, I know Mexico does. I know Germany and Norway and Italy and United States. That's five. France. Six. UK and Canada. I'm going to go with eight because is that right? According to my friends at themouseexperts.com, 11 countries Oh, see, decorate I for holidays around the oh, world. Oh, holidays. Well, see that you said Christmas. Oh, my bad. Yeah. See, China does New Year's. I think Morocco does something for like. New Year's sort of thing. All right. Well, yeah. my bad. All right. We'll call that a mulligan. So yeah. Yeah. We'll count that. That was a, That's I was a strike to trip you up. All right. Well, Vanessa, <laughs> you talked about the gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian. Yes. So this is going to be a two-parter. How many pounds of honey are needed to bake one 16-foot tall gingerbread house? And I'll give you, uh, I'll spot you 100 pounds. Honey? Honey. 250. I'm just going to throw it out there. Go up a little higher. 375. Okay. Well, you need to go a lot higher. Okay. One more guess. You can tell I've never made gingerbread before. Um, We'll go with 675. 1,050 pounds of honey. And here's one more piece. How many hours does it take to decorate that 16-foot tall gingerbread house? And I will give you a latitude of 20 hours. Oh, darn. I've taken photos. They have a big sign in the lobby when they have the, the house up. I'm going to go with 325 hours. 160 wow, hours. I'm way off on yep. all of these today. <laughs> okay. I'll give you one more since you are 0 for 3. Well, technically. The first one was on you. Okay. <laughs> During Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Yes. What is the percent chance of snow flurries? 100. You're exactly right. <laughs> oh, that was an easy one. <laughs> yes. So again, we're very thankful to our friends at themouseexperts.com for these wonderful trivia. And again, we're very just thankful to Crystal for joining us today. And remember, get those orders in by December 14th. Because here's the nice thing. You know, this has been a pretty unique year. Get those people in your life a unique gift. Don't just go to the store and get something that is so basic. Shop that small. Shop small. Don't be basic. That's, I think, should be another big hashtag. And then the other side is get something that they're going to remember. I mean, Crystal does so much awesome stuff and make sure you can 
I know she has something that you would want or for that special person in your life. Most definitely. And of course, we are going to end with our wisdom from Walt quote. And here it is. I am interested in entertaining people, in bringing pleasure, particularly laughter to others, rather than being concerned with expressing myself with obscure creative impressions. That's what I think about, like the Christmas trees and all those simple things that make us all so excited about going to Disney. They're not way over the top, but they just really expand on those things that we all enjoy in our lives. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.